All right, here we are. It's another uh, Sunday, Idiots on Parade. We're recording back at Jake's house, and uh, and I'm I'm opening up with Jake on this one because he just played something for me. You told me about this a few weeks ago. Uh, you said this has been happening to you, and you've been waiting to do something, and it finally happened, and you just played it for me, and holy shit, um, I'm I was sitting here laughing. Tell tell everybody what's been going on in your world. Well, basically. For the longest time, I mean, I think years now, off and on, I've been getting calls from a company called U.S. Pharmacy, and they were calling every day for a while. And that's and that's an ironic name because uh, you know, yeah, they definitely aren't from the U.S. Yeah, it, what it is is it's uh, telemarketers in India calling and trying to sell me Viagra and Cialis from Canada, and they got my name somehow because they always ask for Jacob, and they, you know. And so I've tried to get them to take me off the calling list, but the thing is, it's not the most legal company. They just keep calling from different numbers from random states. And so I decided I was going to start fucking with them and just saying crazy things when they call and trying to get it on tape. And Dude, it's it's been kind of tough. They're selling like, cock pills? Is that, did you say yeah, that? Like, I yeah, yeah, they're cock selling pills. like... But see, they'll sell you anything, though, because I actually got this one on tape. I can't find the file, but... Uh, uh, I got another one where they were asking me what kind of medications I took, and I was just saying things like MDMA and psilocybin and stuff right. like that. Of course, they didn't know what it was, and so I was giving them like vague descriptions of what it was. To and try and buy it from them. The funny thing yeah. about the one you just played for me is at some point you tell them that you're Amish. You're like on the phone with them. And they, I can't remember what they yeah. said, but you said, well, I, I, oh, you're talking about something. Yeah. You said, I can't, she can't oh, really do that. You're talking about your wife. And I'm like, because we're Amish. And you're like, well, except for this whole phone thing. We t- this was so funny. Like, because they yeah, don't know yeah. what Amish is, but like anybody listening or watching when they see the video. Yeah, normally I just mess with them about the dick pills, but this one where I was uh, trying to ask about psilocybin and stuff, eventually they asked me, is it for getting high? And I was like, well, if you want to call it that, you know, and, and they, uh, then they offered me like Oxycontin and shit like that, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, they, they sell pretty much any, any pharmaceutical. I'm, I'm guessing they'll give you like a cheap knockoff version of it. But yeah, this one, I just pretended like, uh, I, I was like this fat disfigured guy. And do you have anything that'll make my wife blind or not smell anything or fall asleep long enough for me to finish all that, and then I started going into like we're Amish, and then yeah, and it, the guy ref- crazy. he refuses to hang up because he think he's confused, but he like if he hangs up, he gets his hand chopped off or whatever they do yeah. in India. Yeah. I don't know. They they beat him because he didn't meet his sales quota for illegal sex pills. So so like because he thinks he's got a live one, like okay, I, I he can't yeah. really comprehend your problems. Well, but he's not yeah. going to hang up on you because you're talking to him, and he's like he thinks he's. Got a sale somewhere along the way. He thinks that Absolutely. you're going to buy some dick pills. Absolutely. That's that's the reason. Because, like, I, I actually used to, way back when I was in high school, I telemarketed for MCI for, like, a couple months. Terrible fucking job. It was horrible. But, I mean, we were way more legit than these people. And we still, like, 99% of the time, you know, and we would have to start with, Hi, my name is Jake Collins from MCI. How you doing? And we would get non-interested, click, that was a good 99%. And you just yeah. sat in a cubicle and the thing would automatically dial numbers and you just sat there with the headset going, hi, my name's Jake from MCI. How you doing? Fuck off, click. And it would just be that for hours. And then every now and then you would get some guy that was dumb enough to still, because this was at the dawn of cell phones. So right. We were like trying to sell horse and buggies right after Ford came out with his thing. Right, you know? right, right. And But the thing is, is even then you got a lot. And so the practices that these people are doing 
I mean, they have who knows how many people before they get somebody actually going, really? Dick pills? Yeah, yeah. fuck it. I'll take some shady dick pills over the phone. You know? <laughs> like, Actually, I would imagine you get a lot of guys that are willing to take a risk on, like, if they don't, like, anonymously, like, ooh, no one will ever know I ordered these. Yeah, yeah. I should try. I would guess you get a better chance of selling dick pills to men than, you know, landlines to people in a cell phone age, I would imagine. Yeah, but here's the thing is... They're they're getting the names from like wherever you know, and they're just calling random people. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. typed in because I wanted to figure out how to how to get get this. I actually typed in U.S. pharmacy, and I found a bunch of blogs with a bunch of people going. They will not stop calling. They call every day, and so they're doing this to the same people over and over again. And you're right. You know, there are people who they'll like take an Gary Glenn bill. Ross. Yeah, you know, like yeah. A, Hey, I've got some land for you. There's a great... I'm only in yeah. town for one day. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, Grace, Grace. Uh, yeah. Can you upgrade that to first class for me? Here, here was the shady trick they tried me, with me one time. One time I tried to just almost beg the guy. I was like, okay, listen. You guys have been calling a lot. I ask you to take my name off the list. And normally when you ask them that, they'll just hang up. But they, yeah. they won't. They'll just call you again, you know? And so what you're saying about the... Yeah, some guys will. But the fact is the people who won't... They still call them over and over again, so they're getting mostly them, you know. Yeah. And so that's the fact that they've actually got somebody talking to them is a, a long, you know, a big deal to them. But but one time, uh, going back to what I was talking about, I, I just basically begged them. I was like, "Listen, who do I have to talk to? Is it you? Is it your supervisor? Please get me to the guy all the way up the chain in this thing. To just please, I'm just asking him stop calling me." And basically what the guy told me is, in order to get your number taken off the thing, you have to be in our system. And to do that, you're going to have to buy 20 dick pills. <laughs> well, that makes no sense because once they know you, they got a sale, well, yeah, they're not yeah. going to dump but, you up. Then, then but you're that was the like, way that they were trying to sell it. It was yeah. like, yeah, if you want the phone calls to stop, you got to buy some pills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever, uh, uh, Doug Stanhope uh, did a boiler room for a while. Did you know that? Did he? Yeah, he never really turned it into much of a bit that I know of, but I remember hearing him he talk would, about like, it. He would yeah, but he, well, he, to be he, a teller? Yeah, he did it, he said specifically to get material. He, really? Yeah, and the way he described it, I don't know if it was on a CD or if he told it on stage or where I heard it, but it was just that typical Stanhope sort of, he said, I did it so that I could, because I thought I would get material and talk about it on stage, but it was really just depressing and bullshit. Oh, it is depressing. funny about it. But he did say the one thing they did that was hilarious, uh, the way he described it, and I thought it was funny, is that sometimes they would call the same people over and over that would hang up on him. Like, and he said that they would yeah, pick up... Yeah, we used to do that. In yeah. the middle of the script, like if your script was, Hi, I'm Jake Vever calling from MCI, oh, and shit, I'm here to offer good, you a click. No, we and then you'd call right back and go, yeah. a special rate on click, a new phone service. Just pretending <laughs> like you just like uninterrupted would That's call awesome. the same number back. And That's I'm just like, awesome. that must be so funny because the person's got to be getting so pissed off. No, like, yeah, uh, we would do something kind of like that. Not that clever or anything, but basically if... If somebody really pissed somebody off, and usually to actually piss them off, it, it wouldn't be just like, eh, fuck you, click. It would be like uh, they pretended to be interested and took up like 10 minutes of time, and then we're like, I was just fucking with you, click. Yeah. Then you get the wrath of the telemarketers. What they would do, like the system would only automatically call somebody back after like a few days. However, you can manually enter the number 
as many fucking times as you want. And so what they would do is they would just write that number down on like 30 pieces of paper. Send it around it the up, floor. And yeah, they had smoke breaks. Just call this guy. He's a fucking asshole. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like the, what you would want to do is you wouldn't want to call him right away. You wouldn't want to wait like a couple hours. Because, yeah. you know, you call him right away. It's like the fourth time. And yeah, he's not going to be happy. But after about the 14th time, the guy's fucking irate. You know, I used to love that. I just, hi, this is, uh, you want to give him a fake name then? This is oh, fucking yeah. Bob Johnson from MCI. How you doing? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> this is the 15th time I've been called a blah, blah. Well, did you have any more questions that the previous 14 operators couldn't answer? You know, <laughs> they would fucking hate that shit. Oh, they hated that shit. Other than that, there was, yes. but I used to like that and I used to like, I actually liked when they told me to fuck off. That was the that was the only part of my day that I enjoyed. I like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, because I would sit there. Well, why can't I fuck off, sir? Really? Why is my mother a whore? Have you met her? No, seriously, have you met her? Because she's she sleeps with a lot of telemarketing clients. You know what I mean? I was just fucking. I would just go with it, you know. And I used to love old people when they would get mad because they would sometimes switch in the middle. Like one time, I got this old lady who was like. Real, they would either be really sweet. Oh, you just gave me the fucking hiccups from laughing. Really, yeah, yeah, no, it was. <laughs> oh, you asshole! I don't know why, because that was the most least funny job I've ever fucking had. It's cool that we got a. So you got this old lady. I'll just hiccup, hiccup here in the background. Okay, no, I, but uh, we got this old lady, and they're, normally they're either really sweet or they're fucking really angry. And she switched in the middle. I don't know if it was Alzheimer's or what. Uh, you know, I was just like, "Hi, this is Jake from MCI. How you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, that's good. Because you know would." I started asking her local telephone, going, oh, well, with McLeod, you know, and she answered a few questions like that, and she was like, oh, and can I tell you something? I was like, what? Well, we were in bed already, and you motherfuckers should be shot for calling people this late. <laughs> Fuck you, click, and just right in the middle. But you see, normally when they're like that, they're like that right away. Yeah. You know? Unless they're intentionally acting interested in the product right, just to right. piss you off, you know, then they say fuck up. But no, she just answered a few questions really politely, and then told me to go fuck myself. It was it was awesome. I've ever I I usually try and hang up in that space when you answer the phone before the operator gets on. Oh, That's yeah, usually yeah. what I do is yeah. when you like click hello and then there's that pause and you know it's a auto dial, so I hang up then. <laughs> and if I do get someone, I just you know like hey is whatever. I'm like I'm sorry, just you know like because I know it's a shit job. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I I I don't think I've ever been rude to a telemarketer because. I mean, I just, I, I wouldn't want the job myself. I yeah, know it's not like fucking... they went to go to school to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a girlfriend that was in college, or maybe she just gotten out and she was looking for a job that uh, that was uh, that did that, was in a phone bank that, it was it was fucked up because she was raising money for, like, she, she lived in Madison, Wisconsin. This is when we lived in, I lived in Madison, Wisconsin. And they were trying to raise money for, I'm going to make this up, but it was something like this. It was a sheriff's department but it was in like Montana or Idaho or like, so she would call residents of Montana and say, Hey, I'm raising, raising money for the Montana. And it was legitimate. They were, but the thing is the Montana or whatever sheriff's department farmed their fundraising out to this Madison company. So if you donated 10 bucks, like thinking I'm going to donate 10 bucks to the yeah, sheriff, like most of it went to the eight bucks people. went to the whatever. Yeah. And then two bucks went yeah. back to the sheriff, the kickback. And it was like, wow. And, and I don't even know if maybe when I say it was legit, I don't even know if maybe the sheriff's hider, maybe they called the sheriff and said, hey, we'll do fundraising for you. And the sheriff went, awesome. Yeah, we'll take your money. But what they didn't realize, maybe, yeah. or I don't know, is that, yeah, okay, someone donates 10 bucks, the, the phone bank keeps eight, and someone that thinks they just yeah, donated 10 Yeah, no, that's the bucks. way, actually, a lot of charities work, man. A lot yeah. of them are fucking shady like that. A lot of them, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll donate money to whatever, but it's like... 
not even what they would be paying in taxes if they were a fucking taxable for-profit yeah. company. Yeah. And yeah, I mean that's that's why I don't donate to charities. Uh, that's that's the uh, I know that sounds jaded, but uh, I'm kind of like I don't know that they're good, so fuck them. Actually, no, that's uh, I. Two of them that I've heard are really good, and this this comes from somebody who uh, went over to Africa with some kind of charity thing. And I I was in a debate with her one time about she was saying we just need to quit giving fucking tax incentives for donating to charity, and I was like, well, I could you see maybe cutting down some of the incentives, but it, that is a good thing for charities, though. Yeah. You know. And she was like, yeah, but so many of the charities are shady for and people that donate because my wife and I give a fuck ton of clothes well, yeah. to Goodwill and we get a write-off for it. Absolutely. Don't. Yeah. No, I, I love the write-off. You know yeah. people yeah. go to Goodwill because you see it. You yeah. know, like it, yeah. you go there and... Anyway, go ahead. So Africa. Well, yeah, but she was saying that, you know, so many of the charities over there, the people that run them are over there driving like $80,000 cars and just yeah. fucking... Yeah. It's shady. And it, But she was saying two of them that were really good was... Uh, she told me one, it was an acronym, and I fucking suck with acronyms. But uh, the other one was the Red Cross. She was like, if there's any kind of corruption yeah. going on with with the, the interaction between them and the country they're in, they just pull the fuck out. And they're like, see they're ya. done. You know? I would yeah. imagine. I think Doctors Without Borders is pretty good, too. I don't know if they're a charity, though. I don't know if people just donate their time. but Yeah. No, I'm, I'm going to ask her about that, too. Because, I'll tell you. Yeah. That, let me. Uh, I haven't thought of this in years, but you just brought it to the forefront of my, my, my brain. Um for for I don't know how many years I had an uh, adopted Nadugu African child like I don't know shit like Brangelina yeah style? I got no. a bug in my ass well you know not living with me but you know I got a bug in yeah. my ass one day I was watching oh, oh gotcha you did the uh, yeah I got a thing. cup of coffee yeah. and I'm like you know what fuck it I, I got you know I'm I'm you know white American guilt wealth whatever the fuck so I contacted, uh, I can't remember the name of the service, this is going back years. So either way, uh, they say, that's, it's like a webpage, it's like an order a bride, you get to pick your kid. Like, here's, here's a bunch <laughs> of needy kids, yeah, click one yeah. that you want to support, and you'll get letters from them. And the letters are, you know, you almost want to say fake. But anyway, so I, I get yeah, this yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm too cynical, man. I'd yeah. be like, ah, they just fucking put those pictures on there. Well, you talk yeah. about being cynical and a dick, this is what happens. So I get a kid, and uh, I donate every month, and then after a year or two, they say, all right, he's passing out of the age where we, you know, we only use kids, and he's becoming a teenager, or he's graduating high school or whatever. Pick a new kid. And so he's I got to go fight for the rebels now. Exactly. Well, no, he'd be too old at seventeen. You know. They could. Yeah. It's but true. Uh, so I pick a new kid, and this. So on my third kid, I started noticing a pattern, and it really. And I and I hate to be a judgmental prick, but it upset me. Like I noticed, like okay, wait a second. My first kid was described as he has seven brothers and sisters, blah blah blah. And then the next one I had that like is one of ten, and the next one is like has uh, five older brothers. And I'm like, wait a fucking second. If these people are so goddamned poor, why are they shitting out 10 kids? Yeah. Maybe that's part of the problem. And, it, it, and I Absolutely. hate to sound like a yeah. dick, but that's what flipped the switch for me. That's when I said, you know, they said, uh, do you want to pick yeah. another child? And I said, you know what? Yeah. I got to back off. And if I can find a place that will teach sex education and tell yeah, these kids, like, here's a condom, don't have 10 kids, tell your parents to quit fucking. But at some point, and I, and I feel bad for saying this, but yeah, I, I stopped donating because the the... the the standard uh, descriptor, the, the the mo was ten kids, and I'm like, well, if you can't provide for one, why do you have ten? Why do you keep fucking? And that that is what there's one that's of my favorite Stan Hope bits from all time was about that man. He's got. Well, I heard really that where he said uh, someone needs that. to kick her in the cunt. I think. Yeah, is the yeah, yeah, yeah. Why ain't Mother Teresa trying to teach these girls how to give a hand job? Yeah, yeah. it was fucking. 
he's got this whole long bit on it. Uh, it's 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 great. Yeah, man. I've heard that. Well, I mean, in all seriousness, I had the thought is like, uh, I suppose this could be a comedy bit, but I'm like, what we need to do is America needs to export porn. Because right now they think sex is just about, you know, sex and creating babies. And if they start seeing some porn and think, ooh, if I dump a load on tits or the face yeah, or in go. the ass, maybe they'll stop making kids. If they start <laughs> thinking like, wait, that back door looks kind of, you know, tight and fresh. And right, right. if I go in there, yeah. no babies. So maybe American porn can save the world. Or maybe Japanese porn where it's, you know, one woman and 20 guys dumping on her. But Yeah, yeah. Some of that Japanese porn is kind of creepy, though, especially that cartoon stuff. Cause, yeah. Uh, just, the cartoon stuff, they all look like they're 12. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's just, the fuck? they're fucked in the head. It's such a weird culture, like, all based on honor and respect and whatever, except for when it comes to their fetishes of wanting to fuck schoolgirls and Yeah, they got fetish. vending machines over there with yeah, the, panties. The panties yeah. like junior high girls, man. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. I've seen those. I've been to Japan. And I've, really? I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was in So do the, do the Korea. Korea, does it actually smell like a junior high girl? Or I didn't buy it. I should have. I should have I think they're a like, bunch of fakers with that. I uh, In Korea, like the hotel I would stay in had like a dildo vending machine on its floor. I have a picture of it like, you know, you just, you'd wake up and they'd have uh, flyers under your door, like not for <laughs> Tony's Pizza, but for fucking hookers like no you wake up and there'd that be a awesome. flyer under your door saying hey you want to call it and it's like it's really tempting except for the fact that you know it's a bait and switch you're like she doesn't look like this picture this is too far i would buy this prostitute but you know that whatever shows up at your door is going to be a chud you Dude. know that it just did you, did you ever buy a prostitute did i yeah uh I came close. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Oh, see, let me just... I, nice. I really wanted to, except I've always... Whenever I was overseas, I was in a relationship, and I felt guilty. And I, I once, I was uh, on the verge of a breakup, and I knew it was happening, so I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy this hooker. And the problem was, we negotiated a price, and we're walking back to her place, and she thought I was negotiating for a, a hand job, and I thought I was negotiating for sex, or, or like... Uh, and I didn't want to pay. Wait, where, where was this? That man? was like, in Japan, southern Japan, oh, up so a naval she didn't base. speak English or Not whatever, really, man. no. Yes, I can't yes, remember what tough. it was. We yeah. were in Japan, and, and I just wanted to... And I just wanted to do it to do it. I just yeah. wanted to... Yeah. So that's no, that's why I wanted to do it. And yeah, honestly... And so I we left because was... I said, do you have protection? And yeah. she's like, what do we need protection for? And she like gestured that she was going to jerk me off. I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred bucks to get jerked <laughs> off. Yeah. I'll pay a hundred bucks to fuck you, but yeah. I'm not going to pay a hundred bucks to jerk off. Well, there's some problem with the exchange ratio here, yeah. lady. I'm not giving you that many yen. They for wanted that. like 300 bucks for, for a blowjob yeah, and yeah. five for sex. And yeah, I'm like, it's not worth it. U.S. currency is shit. Now is not a good time to be negotiating with international prostitutes. The one thing I really wanted to do, I really wish I could go do this someday, but now I'm married. Is uh, I wanted to go take a bubble shower on Guam. They get those Filipino oh. girls. They, 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 that's like. Guam, you drive down the strip, and it's literally all, ooh, shower, shower, massage, shower. No so shit. So you, you jump in a shower, and they suds you up like a bubble bath, but it was like three, four girls washing you off. I'm like, that just wow. seems like it would be cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. But where did where did you get yours? What did the... Uh, Pensacola, Florida. Oh, yeah. okay. So it, this it was, is local. Uh, this is uh, American made. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was like my, my, uh, my Hold first on, sorry. deployment. <coughs> I didn't want to do that over your... Uh, oh, talking. yeah, no, it's all good, man. Uh but it, it was my it was my first deployment, and they they sent us down to Mississippi to do like MOB training before we went over, and we got a pass at the very tell, end. Tell MOB is uh, for um, civilians. Yeah, that don't, mobilization yeah. training. Yeah. They just send you to train somewhere before you you, you go overseas. Yeah. And so it was it was right before we went to Iraq. They they sent us down to Mississippi, and then we got a pass at the end of that for like yeah, it was like three or four days or whatever. 
And so I went to Pensacola because it was... Three-day pass in America. Yeah, yeah. In, in the South, in the middle of the dog shit South. Yeah. Oh, it's not like it. Japan or oh, yeah. know, Australia yeah. or somewhere like world. Oh, the South location. is dog shit too, man. If it you wasn't a three-day pass in America. The Civil War ended slavery. I would take a time machine back there right now and tell Abraham Lincoln to take a dive. I would be like, listen... They're fucking up all our statistics, man. Like, everybody always says, like, I think that I wish the South had secede right now. Like, everybody always says, like, well, the United States has one of the lowest, you know, literacy rate in, in, in the developed world. And yeah. it's like, yeah, but if you take out one specific region. Take out region, the Bible Belt. We it's actually, not so yeah, bad. Yeah, we're actually one of the best. Oh, their obesity's through the roof. Again, if you take out the one region that likes to fry Everything, you know? Like well, what's, that, what's that joke? The South will rise again? Uh, they already are by fucking up voting and, you know, yeah, voting no regressively. Shit, and Dude, anyway, say, so you're yeah, a, that's one of them glasses, like, two halves full kind of problems if the fucking South leaves us now, yeah. man. Like, But anyway, they did have hookers Thank you there. to all and, our uh, Southern listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will rise again. It's fine. It'll be fine. You ever drive through, uh, like, Georgia? Every billboard is, Jesus, adult store. Jesus, uh, yeah. adult store. Massage. Jesus. And I'm like, make up your mind. Either go for Jesus yeah. or just fuck. Well, and I can't believe that, like, when all the civil war... They have, like, a civil war fetish down in the South. Yeah, you notice that yeah, shit when you drive around there? Like, come see the commemoration of... And reenactments. Of and the battle like, they won. Yeah. But, yeah, you yeah. lost the overall, like, so... Not only did you lose that fucking war, but you weren't really known as the good guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that would be, like, some friend of yours at the bar. Some drunk friend of yours being like, you remember that time a few weeks ago that we were at the bar together and I was drunk as hell and yelling all that bigoted shit all night? And then a guy in a blue shirt said, sit your drunk red ass down. And I said, fuck you. And I rose up and, <laughs> and took a swing at him. And he beat me mercilessly for hours and then raped me over a bar stool in front of my friends and families. Called it the, the reconstruction or whatever. Yeah. Well, that was a proud time in my history. Uh, Tonight gonna, I'm going to go out and rise again. You know? I'm going to go out and reenact yeah. getting my ass kicked and, <laughs> for yelling racial Throw slurs. Throw on a gray shirt and rape But they myself. got hookers. They got Southern Bell hookers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Pensacola, Florida. I, I decided you always hear guys, like old guys, talk about when they were in war, that was the time when they got a hooker. And I was like, this is the most socially acceptable time for me to do this. And it's almost expected of me. And I think I would somehow be letting down myself and, and, you know, should I ever have grandchildren? Now I'm not because I'm way too pro-choice. But at that, back then I was like, I might have grandkids someday and I don't even want to get the hooker, but I just want to do it just so I can tell my grandkids about the yeah. time that grandpa yeah. got a hooker during the war. You know, <laughs> like that's awesome. That makes sense. To yeah. Me. But honestly, it was kind of fucking awkward, man. How did you, I mean, was you, how did you, was it an escort service in the yeah, back of the Yeah, I got the yellow you... pages. And for one thing, I was really hungover. I just got really fucking drunk the first night. Well, no, the first night was all driving. But then the next day and that night, I just got tanked. In. Yeah. And so the day after, I was like, I just want to lay here and get room service and order pizza. And, and I was pizza like, oh. Pizza and a hooker. <laughs> pizza and horse. Pizza yeah. and horse. Yeah, that was, and so, uh. I called her up and, and she came out there and it was just kind of weird. It was like she showed up at the door and was like, hi, my name is, fuck, I don't even remember her name. You know what I mean? But it was like, yeah, we're here to do this. And That's how my buddy did it. We, uh, uh, Two of my friends, Brian and I, had an intervention on our uh, buddy uh, who, he does an annual Vegas trip and he's been doing it for fucking ever. And uh, he would always, 
and you, you don't believe this guy exists, but I swear yeah. to God he does. My friend was the guy that would come back from Get Vegas and go, ooh, I think the stripper really liked me. And I'm like, okay, why? How mu-? And he's like, well, because she talked to me, she really liked me. I'm like, how much did you give her? Yeah. 800 yeah. bucks? That's oh, why no she shit. liked you. Yeah. yeah. So every yeah. year he'd come back with the story of, I think the, the stripper really thought I was funny and cute and whatever, and it was because he dropped a grand. And so finally Brian and I sit down with him and say, dude, this is an intervention. If you're going to spend a grand get a prostitute. And he's like, really? I'm like, yes. I mean, if you're going to drop that kind of money, get laid. Yeah. So he went and he called and he has an Asian fetish. And so he got a, you know, asked for an Asian. And he said it was like you. He said it was the most awkward thing. She showed up yeah, and man. he laid down and she got on top of him and her phone rang and she said, I need to take this. And he's like, <laughs> okay. And so she's she's bouncing oh, on him, fucking him. Oh, that's and, awesome. uh, and talking on the phone going, I don't know how, and she, because she's making her next appointment, like her pimp or someone was yeah. calling and she looks at him and she's fucking him on the phone going how long is this gonna be and he's like i I don't know and she's like i think i'll be you know ready at the top of the hour or something like literally (laughs) making an appointment while fucking my friend oh but he doesn't regret it he was just like like you said he's like i got a story i fucked i fucked a prostitute and i called and he came back but it was like do it it, then then never know yeah because maybe hookers would have been my thing maybe you know like that would have been my new the way I feel about pizza now, maybe I would have felt that way times two about oh, hookers, hookers and I could have been letting something beautiful go, you know. <laughs> but uh now I know it was just kinda awkward and weird because the thing is about the stripper acting nice to him because he's, he's giving her twenty every yeah, five minutes. Yeah, but minutes. see the thing is it's like there was none of that with the hooker. Yeah, it was, it was just, just all like business. yeah, this is uh, how I do it, like, okay, open down. You like it, it's speed good. All right. Yeah, was she cute? Again, hey, she was bad looking, you know. Yeah, she's all right, but uh, you definitely tell that she liked her uppers a lot, you know, like that yeah. kind of thing. But that's all right. Yeah, I've been with a lot of girls that liked their uppers. I used to like my uppers a lot. Fuck it. I but, went uh, to a, when I when I was a gate two off Okinawa in Japan. Used to be known for that. Uh, you'd walk out gate two and it was hooker row, and I got there at the dying end of it. So I got to go to a couple hooker bars and. Uh, Man, I, I it was so tempting. I, again, I was in a relationship, and I don't know why I'm so honorable. Like, I, I wish I had been... Like, if I had known my life path would lead me to where I am today, like, in love with a, with a, with a wife and child, yeah. then I wouldn't have worried about my other relationships. I would have been like, all right, this isn't going to last, so I might as well cheat on her. Because, yeah. you know, when I get to my wife, then I'll be faithful. But anyway, I was always faithful, which was, you know, bad, because either way, I got cheated on, so that made me yeah. faithful. Like, yeah. uh, am I... Anyway, long story short is I would go to these hooker bars... And this is not an exaggeration. This was so funny. I was like Norm from Cheers. We went every single day for like a week. <laughs> so I would walk in and all the hookers would go, Oh, it's Nathan. We hate you, Nathan. You don't even buy us drinks. Because you were supposed to buy Juicy <laughs> you were called Juicy Girls. And you'd buy them like a $10 shot, but it was apple juice because they had to remain sober. Uh-huh. But they would always be like, oh, buy me drink, sailor. And I wouldn't buy them drinks. So every night I'd walk in with my friends. They'd be like, we hate you, Nathan. Oh, Nathan, don't buy us drinks. <laughs> But we got to sign off. I want to tell a really quick story. Wouldn't the story. bar just give them fucking free apple juice, you think? No, because they want us to buy it for them. That was the whole thing, uh, okay, is you're buying you. a girl a drink, yeah. and it's supposed to be whiskey, but everybody knows it's apple juice. You know, like, it's you're supposed to be buying them a drink. Um, That's funny. And they, they rub your balls and shit. <laughs> so, really Fair quickly, um, one of the nights we went there, we went uh, with a guy whose name I honestly can't remember, It was, but we called him the Bearded Midget. And he wasn't a midget. He was just shorter. You know, he was like 5'4", five, 5'6", five, something like that. So it was several of us. It was uh, Tim and another guy I won't name because he's got family. Well, actually, his wife knows he went with us, but he didn't do anything. He was honorable, too. But we were just hanging out there. But uh, Tim said the Bearded Midget buys these hookers all the time. And I was with another comic, and uh, 
so we're hanging out, and the other comic goes, hey, we're in Japan. I bet they have karaoke here. And uh, the bearded midget takes a, a hooker into the corner and starts talking to her, and the rest of the, th- the other three of us are just hanging out, and the other comic goes, oh, I'm going to go find karaoke. And, of course, they do have karaoke, even though it's a hooker bar, so he puts on uh, a Journey song. can't remember what it's called. I know the chorus, but it was, uh, I think it was Open Arms. But either way, so Weird. the long and the short of it is we're in a hooker bar. The, the punchline of this whole story is, and I, I can't, ex- this is not an exaggeration, uh, the, the comic is singing Open Arms by Journey. We're talking. The bearded midget is in the corner with his hooker, and at one point I look up, or Tim looks up, and someone nudges someone, and in the corner, the bearded midget is performing oral sex on his prostitute <laughs> in full view of That's everyone. Awesome, She's got her leg up over the booth, and he's down on her, just munching away. And at that moment, uh, the, the comic is, And so I come to you <laughs> with hope. And it's like That's this awesome. supposedly romantic song, and yeah. I'm watching a guy eat a prostitute out. And That's I'm like, awesome, man. That's life. This, this, this yeah. is life right here. I'm watching... <laughs> I've never known anyone that's wanted to perform oral sex on a prostitute before, but yeah, that guy crazy. did. And then he came and borrowed three hundred bucks from. Well, him. he's at the right height for that. You know, well, he I mean? wasn't a midget. Midget, it. like I said, he was. Just, oh, okay. We called him the bearded midget because he was. Okay. But the funny, the end of the story is this funny. He, you know, he got all like worked up by eating her out and uh, came up to Tim and was like, "I need to borrow three hundred bucks." And so Tim's like, "God <laughs> damn it, you do this all the time." Loaned him three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks just to give a prostitute head. Well, no. Then he went back oh, okay, behind the bar. Enough, yeah. Then because yeah. he got all worked up, and he went behind the bar and. And then we had to go meet him out an alleyway because you go behind the bar to the little booth where the uh, mattress okay. is, and then you go out a back exit uh, when you're done. But that's the closest I came is hanging out, and I and they were all gorgeous, and I wanted to sleep with all yeah. of them. And you should now you know for next time. You know you learned the reincarnation lesson. or when I'm talking like next month, man. You know we'll <laughs> fucking go to Japan or some shit. Uh, too honorable. Yeah. I can't uh, now that I'm here. Like I said, if I had known back that those relationships would fail, I would have cheated on. I would have cheated on every one of yeah. you ladies because if I had known you were gonna dump me, yeah. Because I, I never broke up with a girl. I always see. Got it sounds like you're making the past mistakes again by not cheating on your wife right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, just throwing it out there. I think we I need to go she, find some whores. She listened to the the, oh, the yeah. other podcast, and she was really happy. She's like, you need to talk about how you all kicked your coverage some more. She was all excited about yeah. hearing how I uh, admit that that I married my better. All right, <laughs> let's let's wrap this up. Uh, maybe next week we'll talk. I want to talk about a couple things involving oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. politics and you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but fuck it. We, we've gone on long enough, and, and thank you for listening. And See you guys next week. We love you. Yep. Oh, I'm going to record a DVD. Uh, it's going to well, be Tuesday, June 20th. That's a Thursday. Ah, Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday, June if 20th. If you are listening and you are anywhere near Iowa City on Thursday, June 20th, Cedar Rapids, uh, Quad Cities, anywhere, driving through, come see Jake at Gabe's Everybody Gets Laid Comedy Show. Record his next DVD. Or is it CD? Uh, DVD. DVD. Yeah. All right. Bye, kids. See ya.